Once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. know what time it is when you hear that siren it's time for frank's power play frank take it away well by your demand it's basically a state of the eyes are playing in the detroit red wings mm-hmm. so through 50 games that they've played this year they currently sit with a 26 18 and 6 record good for 58 points which has them tied with the Toronto Maple Leafs for fourth in the Atlantic Division and also the first wild card spot. So season were to end today they would have been in, they'd be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I'd say hey, not bad. Mm-hmm. Doing well, but here's something else when you really look into it. Through the month of January, uh, Prashan Thayer on Twitter pointed this out. I haven't heard that name in a long time, Prashan Thayer. Yes. One of the best hockey minds out there. Okay, yeah. He said that they went 9-2-2 two two in the month of January, earning 20 points. That is the first time the team has recorded 20 points in a month since January of 2012. Wow. I mean, that just... That's something that really jumped out to me. It's like, wow, has it really been that long since they've done this well in a month? Mm-hmm. month as a whole? It's... Well, I mean, look, it's... I mean, I think it's definitely a sign that, yeah, you've seen progress that's been made. Hey, with uh, Eisman as GM, obviously having Derek Lalonde as head coach. Oh, some of the players they brought in. And I mean, it's it's far it's far from a finished product. I mean, there's still there's still some more there's still things they gotta do better. Her as well. I mean, I think they've figured a few things out. Goaltending, Alex Lyon has really been a nice story. Hey, he's played well, I believe. Last I checked, he was fourth in the NHL in save percentage. But uh, I think they it'll be interesting to see what Steve does the trade deadline. I'm coming up at the end of February. Hey, if he adds a piece, say, you know what, maybe we could go on a playoff run. I personally... Would like to see them move up in the standings a little bit more because right now I think that they would end up playing the Boston Bruins, who they've beaten twice in the regular season, but I'd prefer not to face them in the playoffs. But, hey, you get in, you play who you play. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, I mean, they could, they still, however, could conceive. They could move up to third. They're only a point behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Red Wings. Yeah. How is that working, actually? The the, the the division and stuff because I know they changed it up. Well, it's basically the top three teams in each division make it to the playoffs, and then they're the next two teams with the highest point total make it as wild cards. Mm-hmm. And right now, the and Red Wings the, and Maple Leafs would both be wild card teams. Okay, so and they're in the Eastern Division, which I they're think in is, the yeah they're both in the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference, which I don't like. I wish the Red Wings would be back in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Why did they make that change again? 
Well, it was part of the NHL's realignment after the oh, lockout. Right. The, the lockout and Seattle Kraken coming? No, 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 no. That was and the lockout in the, 20, the 2012-13 year. They said we're going to change the divisions and may kind of put more... And made the Red Wings play more the teams from the Eastern Conference, play more original six teams. And they had it imbalanced with 16 teams in the East and then 14 in the West. And now it's now balanced with the Vegas Golden Knights and Seattle Kraken coming into the league. So why didn't they make Chicago go to the East? I mean, that's a... That's a question to ask the brass of the NHL. Well, I mean, I'm just asking because that kind of meant, didn't it mess up the rivalry between the, the Red Wings? Oh, yeah, and- it, did, it did end that. And, I mean, granted, the rivalry with the Ottawa Senators has kind of been a little bit more prevalent, but I don't think that you have the history, the tradition. The Ottawa Senators. Yeah, you, mean, uh, you with the rivalry a, with the Blackhawks or the venom you had with the Colorado Avalanche exactly. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And they saw they brought up a good special a few years ago. With yes, it, the Unrivaled. I, right. I've seen that documentary multiple times. Right. Great work. The Ottawa Senators history has been nothing but assness. Uh, yeah. And, of course, speaking of the Ottawa Senators, they currently sit, checks notes, Dead last to the Atlantic Division. But on Wednesday, January 31st, they beat the, the Red Wings. Yeah, in, o, in OT. But you say they said they said that last in the Atlantic. The only team they're better in the Eastern Conference is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yes, I'm looking at the standings right now in the Atlantic Division. They have the Bruins. Now you go by points, right? It's not yes. record; it's points. So they got 71 points. The Panthers are 66. Lightning 59. Maple Leafs 58. And the Red Wings 58 points. But they're last in the Atlantic, but still can get a playoff spot. No, no, the Wings are fifth in the Atlantic. They're actually tied for fourth, but Toronto has... Oh, there's more teams. Sorry about that. Yeah, Toronto has games in hand, and then teams after that in the Atlantic would be Buffalo, Montreal, and Ottawa. Right, I see that, where the the Ottawa Senators, once again, have a history of assness. Now, is this like... This is the Atlantic Division. Is this like the ACC, the Atlantic Division, or is this actually Uh, the division? No, it's not like the Atlantic Coast Conference. Okay. there's actually teams are actually fairly decent. Okay, now we got the Metropolitan Division where the Rangers are in first place with 63 points. The Carolina Hurricanes follow them with 61, and the Flyers are 56. The Islanders, moving back to their old design, have 52. Penguins have 51. That's Devils. David the Man of God Harris's Penguins. Penguins. They still have Sidney Crosby, right? Yes, which makes me feel old that he came in the league so young and he's in his late 30s. Woo. And the Blue Jackets are well. The Senators and the Blue Jackets have the same number of points, but the record. Senators have the Better have the tiebreaker because of fewer games played. Uh, and they also got four more wins than them, with fewer games played. I believe. Yeah. Wow. The Blue Jacket. Why are the Blue Jackets that bad? They've just uh, they had some turmoil before the season, right? Didn't they fire their coach? Uh, that would be one Mike Babcock who they fired, mm, who you were a fan of, right? He coached the Red Wings, mm-hmm. and then he decided to go to coach Toronto. But thi- the thing is, you real. I think as the years went on, you learned how much of a word I'm not going to repeat on the air he is. But but when he was with the Red Wings, he was winning. He which was. was it was it really his coaching, or was it that they had talent? Well, so I think some of it was both. I mean, the la- the later years, he didn't have a lot of talent because a lot of injuries. But I mean, they still. Managed to cobble something together to get to the postseason. They pretty much outplayed the the talent they had. He, yeah. he basically coached them up. But then, 
I think after he got fired in Toronto, he realized that this guy is not very nice. And apparently what happened in Columbus is he wanted to, to see what was on one of the players' phones. And Major said, okay, that's crossed the line. Goodbye. Yeah, well, hey, I, I, I feel him. Now, the Western Conference, Avalanche are in first place. The, by followed by the Stars, the Jets, the Blues, the Predators, the Coyotes, the Wild, and my Blackhawks are in the basement. Yeah. Wow. So, and then the Pacific Division, you got the Canucks. The That's Gold- a, Vancouver's actually been a very nice surprise this year. Golden Knights, which by an expansion team standards, they've actually been pretty successful. They got the blueprint. Yeah, and the they, won, they won the cup last year. Right. The Oilers, who David... Connor McDavid, who has a team McDavid for the All Star game today. Yes. For Saturday. Um, the Kings, the who Kraken. Who just fired their coach. The Kings, Kings did. did. Yeah, they fired the McCle- Todd McClellan. The Kraken, the Flames, the Ducks, and San Jose Sharks are in last, considering that a couple years ago they were actually a playoff team. Yeah, the, the Sharks have really just gone to hell in a handbasket. Mm. So let's go back and talk about the Red Wings here. You, the eyes are playing gold. Do you think it's worth Because last year I said, I don't know, man. You you you're hyping the guy up. Is he all the hype that you expected? Because last year we looked at the Pistons were oh not, they were better than last, this year, but you had the Lions who were going through fertility. Besides this year, where their plan actually worked. Yeah, well, is think, the Iser plan going to be like the Lions? Because we're still waiting. Well, I think I think it's just it had it had granted it's taken longer than I would have liked. Exactly. However. I mean, You're you were see- dogging. Who was it before you was dogging? Blasher, you were dogging that dude on this yeah, show. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't, th- I didn't think he was cut out. To, he wasn't cut out to be the right coach for the situation, and okay. he's basically an assistant in Tampa right now, going to the what I call the John Cooper rehab clinic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Derek Lalone was well, on Tampa Bay. Yes, it was also a former walleye coach in Toledo, but he was at Tampa Bay before getting the job in Detroit. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because he went because he had coached uh, the American Hockey League. Then he decides mm-hmm. to go be an assistant under Cooper, learn a few things from him, and now he's taking that to the NHL. So why do you call it the John Cooper Rehab Center? Because I mean, it's well, not to get completely off subject, but do you remember when? Kind of going back to when, as it feels weird to say this, when Nick Saban coached at Alabama, mm-hmm. if, a, if a college head coach got fired, they'd go mm-hmm. coach, they'd go work with Saban for a year or two, mm-hmm. rehab their image, then go get a job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of liken it to that. You see, I see a lot of parallels. Okay. Me too. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows if uh, what what'll what'll come of that uh, in the years to come? Right. Uh, but I, I mean, like I said, I've the the pro- I've seen progress made with the Red Wings, mm-hmm. and I've, I'll just say it: it's been made, and it's going to continue to be made. Okay. Now, where where are they going to be at? When eventually they're going to contend for a championship? Because that's what people are going to want. Uh That well. Truthfully, I don't. I don't think it would be this year. I think they. I. This is probably the best I feel about them making it to the playoffs, though. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't think they're a team that's gonna go on some miraculous run. I think. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, things could change. Steve Eisman could really pull off a crazy trade at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Line this team just. 
pulls it all together. Defensively, they really shore things up. Alex Lyon mm-hmm. continues to play well in that, which, like I said, he's done very well at this point. All right, but we'll we'll see. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think play- playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you could say they'll they'll go there. I mean, are are they going to win? It's really going to depend who they're matched up against. But hey, I mean, how long has Eisenman been there? Steve got there in 2019. So we're going into the fifth year, basically. Yeah, I mean, he basically, and I mean, he had a pretty big mess to clean up. Okay. So where is he at right now? Is he on pace right now? Because how long, I mean, there's fans out there that probably think that he would have cleaned it up within five years and this team would be contending at least for a conference championship. Oh, yeah. Now, are you liking him because he's Iserman and he's the, the fan favorite? If this would have been anyone else... You probably be asking for their head. Well, be honest. I th- I think a lot a lot of, a lot of people say yeah he he was the captain the, he, he, the, the Lord Steve Eiserman right and the popularity yeah. of him and but I mean it's a popularity I mean, contest can, at times with fans. I can put I can put aside how I view him which I view Steve very highly mm-hmm. and say you know what. But I, I would have liked this to be done sooner. Mm-hmm. Her, but you know what? He, it's it's got it's gotten there. It's take it's take a little bit longer. But you know what? I'm willing to at least let the let it let it get done. I mean, if it gets to the end of this year, and as we've said on the show, they poop a hammer and miss, then I think you're really going to have to start asking the tough questions. Right, right. What's going on? What's the development like? Derek Lalonde is he the coach for the team? Yeah, I mean, it seemed like you put a lot more pressure on the other Detroit teams than the Red Wings because of Iserman. Like, for instance, the Pistons are doing pretty decent. Yeah, well, th- well they're young and they've had injuries. Oh, actually, the Pistons have been awful. They've been awful overall, but ever since January, they've been doing pretty decent. Well, yeah, January was truly their best month, but that's not saying very much given how long. But the Red Wings were in the same situation two or three years ago, and it was like, well, yeah, Iverson, you know, I, Iserman is cleaning it up, da 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 da, da and this and that. You some, you're giving him a lot of time, but it, it seems like you want the other teams to be on the fast track. I mean, you were dogging the Lions a couple years ago. And well, uh, yeah, well, dur- during the Quintricia regime, yes, I was. Okay, so now the Dan Campbell regime, it took them three years and got to the MC and they've done, Yeah, they've done and that. That they've, I'll say, year three exceeded expectations. But the thing is, the Red Wings could be a wild card team, almost barely make the playoffs. But this is year five of the Iser plan. Why has it got to be faster for everybody else except this guy? Just curious. I mean, do you want do you want what I think people think, or do you want what I think? Go with both. both. I mean, I think what people think is, you know, what this is a guy who has a proven record. I mean, he did he did the job with the Tampa Bay Lightning as their GM. Mm-hmm. They're saying, yeah, we we've seen results. We know what he's doing. We and we can trust that. I mean, the other guys that you see, the Troy Weavers of the world. Mm-hmm. This is the first time doing it, and you're like, okay, can we really trust this guy? Right. I mean, people, I think for a lot of people, it's seeing is believing. Right. Okay, seeing is believing. Okay, what else? And I, th- I think for me, too, uh, 
who it's uh, it's I'm ki- I'm kind of probably in the same boat as a lot of others. Say you know what? Hey, he had Steve's done this before mm. or in one place, and now he's so I mean he kn- he know he knows what he's doing. Mm. So I think at least say you know when you. When you can when you can see how stuff is done, mm-hmm. I think your your viewpoint changes. I mean, it's kind of well, I mean, yeah, as you get older, viewpoints change. I yeah, but that. I think it also kind of goes back to I'll kind of throw it back to the lines. I mean, you and I, you and I both said when Dan Campbell was hired, we weren't sure about the guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think when I got to watch Hard Knocks, that kind of opened my eyes up to how things mm-hmm. were, and I said, mm-hmm. okay, well. There's no ha ha happy horse bleep. He, this guy is. I will say, guy, I mean, he's, guy has gotten people to buy in. Right? Has people bought in the Iserman? I will say, yes. Dan Campbell really surprised me because you, you know, I criticized him and just didn't think he was going to be a very good coach. So I just thought, you know, this is a guy that's going to be saying some stuff, bite kneecaps, do this, do that. It's going to be a lot of corniness. After a while, people are going to get tired of all the sayings. But literally. He, he's done a good job. Now, we'll get a little bit into his, what he's been doing with the Lions when we get to the football segment, if David ever calls in, but we can still do Lions. But my question is, once again, fifth year of the Iser plan, I do like where the Red Wings are going, but is it good enough considering how the standards you have, you personally have for Detroit sports? You like your Lions and your Pistons to be and the Tigers to be competitive year in and year out. And let's just be honest, besides this year with the Lions, the first, the three of the Pistons, recent years, the Pistons, the Tigers, and the Lions, the management has been inept. And I, th- and that, th- and I think you just hit it. Because my, my biggest sticking point is ineptitude in the front office. Right. That's, re- that's, what's really ma- that's what's really made me mad. I believe that's Greg Saylor, who is... Chimed in. Oh, Blissfield and Ida played last night. Yes, mm. Blissfield won in triple OT. Mm, I think Gary Hemery was talking about that game. Some about how the coach is really good in the LC. No, he was he was actually referring to Adrian Madison's coach. Because oh, okay. Adrian Madison handed Dundee their first LCAA loss this year. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, that's right. And Dundee has been doing pretty good, huh? With that Jer- where Bolin used to coach, right? Yeah, but. Yeah, they've got well. They've got they got some decent players, and Ida's doing pretty well. I heard. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing they've been doing well too. I mean, you mentioned Gary. Gary's mm-hmm. my cousin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my little cousin Zach has been uh, their second. Zach, I believe, is their second leading scorer. AJ Schrader is their top guy, and 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 Zach played for me on Rice Basketball Academy in the summer. Yeah, a good player. Uh, but once again, welcome Greg Saylor. But yeah, you're right. When every time we have these conversations. We do talk about the ineptitude of the front office, and you want st- you want high standards for your teams year in and year out. And I just thought with, with the the history of the Red Wings, where they made the what well, they made the playoffs twenty some years in a it row. It was uh, twenty five straight years. Twenty five straight years. Now they haven't really made the playoffs in what the last six. You haven't made it since twenty sixteen. So seven years. Yeah. But to me, I just don't think you really scream and hoot and holler about that compared to where you already want the whole front office and coaches to be slashed and gashed by the Pistons. <laughs> and Monty Williams just got there. I mean, I have I haven't said anything. I I'll admit I've I haven't said anything about Monty. I've said I 
I don't think it, I don't think Monty Williams is a bad coach. I just don't know if he is really in the right situation. Mm. So I mean, well, well, yeah, the injuries and stuff, but it takes time. But I think he's a yeah. great. It's a, I think the problem is, I think really the, the root of the problem is more Troy Weaver than Monty. Right, right. But like I said, I th- I think the Red Wings are going okay. I would think though by year five. They would probably be more a couple spots up in the Atlantic Division. I know that that's a tough division, but they would. I think they would be. I would be expecting them to be where the Panthers and Lightning are. Is yeah. that is that a little far fetched? Uh, seeing as how the standings are now, I don't think it is. Uh-huh. I mean, especially since they're they've still got not a lot more hockey left to play. I mean, they can they can definitely get there. Uh-huh. I mean, if they get to. Second place of the Atlantic is definitely uh, doable. They've played. They've played fifty games. They got thirty-two more to go. Yeah, eighty-two game season. What do you think they're going to be after the next thirty-two games? Will they make the playoffs? I am going to go ahead and say yes. Book it. Yes, they 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 will make it, and I think Steve is going to end up uh, making. Some form of a trade at the deadline. I really Mm -hmm. don't know what for because Steve never really tips his hand. Mm -hmm. Now, I think, I mean, I have, I've just been so occupied. I haven't had time to look at the uh, Mm -hmm. trade bait list on TSN. You know what? I'll go ahead and pull that up right now. Okay. Uh, So, here we go. Let's see if I can find it. I mean, a couple, just a, while we're doing that, a couple other noteworthy items. Mm-hmm. I know it's All-Star Weekend this week. Mm-hmm. Hey, make that what you will. They are, the NHL will be returning to the Olympics in 2026 and allow their players to play. Mm-hmm. And also in 2025, there will be a Four Nations face-off tournament. Mm-hmm. Teams from Canada, Finland, Sweden, and the United States in international competition. It's basically it's basically gonna be kind of a round robin deal. Hill from it says it's mm-hmm. seven games between in nine days from February twelfth through twentieth in twenty twenty five. Two practice days will be held in two yet to be named North American cities, one in Canada and one in the United States. So Oh, I think it's good that you're trying to get a little bit more international play back in. I mean, you have the global series where you play two take two teams, mm-hmm. play them overseas, whether it be in Sweden or Finland. Other years they've played in Germany or the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you at least want to grow, get your product out there internationally. But I mean, hey, you want to see them against the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good move. And even allow them to play in the Olympics too, because look, I mean, when they had the Winter Olympics the last couple of rounds, no NHL players are in. It's like, oh, hockey's playing. Who gives a hoot now? We're not getting to see any of the big name NHL guys. I mean, that's why people would watch. Mm-hmm. Get eye. You want to have eyes on there, and you want to see the. You want to see stars, right? So, yeah, talk about a little bit about that All Star game too. Oh yeah. Well, I heard the skills competition was pretty good. Yes, Connor McDavid was the winner there. Mm -hmm. No surprise. Why say that? Well, because he's basically the best. He's basically the best player in the NHL now. Mm -hmm. So the 
So the all so basically how it's used to be you'd have all stars from each division mm-hmm. in the teams. Well, now you basically have four captains that they drafted players. Yeah, kind of like the NBA. Yeah, but so the NBA I think went back to the East West, but they did that a couple years ago where it was like. Giannis versus Team LeBron or Curry versus Team LeBron and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, this year it's Team McKinnon, Team McDavid, mm-hmm. Team Hughes, and Team Matthews. How many are on each team? I want to say probably eight or nine. It's basically like th- they do three on three style. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of indifferent to it, but hey, you know what? You want it's not. I, I watched it. It's not bad. But it's kind of like the NFL flag football game or the skills competition. It's seeming like that where if I have nothing to do, I'll watch. But to be quite honest with you, I'm not interested. Yeah. Back in the day, though, I, I loved the old Wells versus Campbell matchups in, in NHL All-Star history. Yeah. It was I one. mean, are All-Star games really watchable nowadays? But we're talking about the NHL. But like I said, I don't really know. Once again, you know how I feel about how they market the NHL anyway. I don't think it's marketed very well. I mean, it's marketed somewhat better. better. Yes, it now is it's on better. ESPN and TNT. Right. Exactly, it's a little bit better. He's um, yeah, apparently they don't. I can't find the trade bait list, but some trades that did go down. Uh, a couple of big ones. Mm-hmm. Elias Lindholm going from the Vancouver. Going to Vancouver from Calgary. Hmm. I think Calgary's basically decided to burn it down. Pun may or may hmm. not be intended there. Here the Flames get <coughs> couple get like right. three. Excuse me, get three prospects, a first round hmm. pick, and a conditional fourth. And then the other trade that went down, hmm. the Montreal Canadiens sent Sean Monahan to the Winnipeg Jets for a first rounder. And a conditional 2027 third rounder. So those are a couple of big, I think those are probably the first big trade dominoes to fall. Because mm. I think the deadline is going to come up at the end of this month or maybe first part of March. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. I think that's David calling in. Yes, it's someone named Marlene Harris. Yep, that's David. So pick up the phone line. All right. While he's picking up the phone line, Hi, David. what will happen is we'll finish up the, the hockey power play. And then we'll get into the NFL. So David's going to be on the phone line. He is on right now. All right. So he's on the phone line. We're not going to get to him just yet. So we're going to finish this up. All right. Finish up. You're in the third period. All right. Yeah. So I think I think probably in the coming weeks, obviously, the trade talk is going to be something to watch. Not just uh, who gets moved where. Here, probably going to be a lot of. Teams that are contending, looking to add some score, add some depth for playoff runs, and then teams that are at the bottom are going to be sellers. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's just always something that's all interesting to watch. I know that thanks to uh, the deal with ESPN, I could actually watch uh, the TSN's trade deadline show on ESPN Plus. So, oh, that's right, TSN is on ESPN. Before that, you had to go. Well, it was the oh, it was more of a Canadian channel. Yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah. The only way you can watch it is if you had some hot, some highly questionable stream, mm-hmm. hey, or you had to go across the border to watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, now you basically put it on, and then maybe you even watch it on NHL Network. But hey, mm-hmm. at least you got your ways to find out what happens. So we shall see. All right. 
So that's Frank with his power play. Frank, once again, thanks so much with the power. We hadn't done that in a long, long time, bro. Yeah. And uh, we it needed to be done. It really needed to be done. All right. So what we'll do is we'll take a quick commercial break. David the Man God Harris will be on the phone lines with us. We'll talk. We're going to talk NFL talk. AFC, NFC championship game. I know you were a little disappointed. I still thought that it was a great game, though. Right? Yeah, it was. Coming up next, we got David the Man of God Harris here on the phone lines. What's up, David? Not much. One week away from the biggest game in American sports. And yeah, it was championship week. Let's get into a big game and an expected result. All right. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up next. Make sure you check us out on 88.3 WTs. After further review, SoundCloud, Apple. We can be on your phone or you just go to SoundCloud. We always have it up for you. I got my computer back up. I know we haven't been on in a few weeks. We had it on our live feed. Uh, my computer um, didn't have it. Um, had to have some knee surgery. So I'm happy to be sitting here with you doing uh, this stuff on air. But make sure you always check us out on WXUT's after further review with a picture of Frank Baster in the horse's head on SoundCloud and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. We'll post up our segments on there if you missed the show or you can watch us on after further review sports after further review sports show on facebook watch us live or listen to us on, us on 88.3 wxut usually 11 30 to about two take a quick commercial break talk a little nfl coming up next on 88.3 wxut <laughs> 